My name is Amber Camille Ligon, and I am a podcast host, producer, writer, and consultant. When I was a child growing up in my abusive household, I knew there was something better out there waiting for me. I knew that when I had the chance to build my own life, I would really make it something special and something different than what I saw at home growing up. There was a lot of trauma and not very much love in my house as a kid. We were taught to fend for ourselves. And when it came time to get attention, I did what I did best. I performed. I performed plays and monologues. I rehearsed jokes and choreographed routines. Whatever I could do to lighten the mood and bring a smile to my mom's face. This was my lifeline. And it made me feel like I had some control in my world of chaos. At 16, I moved out to live on my own. And at 17, I went to college. I enrolled in a private university in Fort Worth, Texas, where everything and everyone was a far cry from anything I had ever seen before. There were rich kids everywhere. Money, nice cars, nice clothes, things I had only seen on television or in movies. Soon, I made friends, and I changed. I made a conscious decision to change. I transformed myself to become more like the rich kids I knew at school. I pretended like I came from money, even though I did not. I pretended my family had wealth and nice cars and multiple homes. They did not. I painted a fake picture of who I was and where I came from, an effort to fit in, but I still stuck out like a sore thumb. The first problem was my hair. I'm half black and half white, and my hair doesn't know which side to join. My curly hair attracted attention I did not want, prompting people to ask me questions like, what are you? Most of the kids at this school were white, and I was their first mixed-race person to ever encounter. When you're trying to fit in, this is not ideal. Over time, I began to blend in more. I took out mounds of student loan debt to accomplish this. I bought a new car, new clothes, and worked two jobs while going to school so I could keep up with the elite student body. And I loved this. No one knew where I came from, and I could build a brand new Amber from the ground up. A new Amber who hung around rich kids and vacationed in Aspen. I thought this was the better version of me. I was embarrassed by where I came from and wanted to eliminate any trace of my former self. So I did. I became a rich kid from a family of privilege and carried out my life as if this were true. 
After I graduated, I started working in the fashion industry, first retail and then buying and apparel design. I loved every inch of the fashion industry and its elitist pretension and judgmental character and superficiality. I was all about looks and money and status and ego. The fashion industry was a perfect place to flex the skills I had honed in college. And I achieved some success. I became a buyer for a major retailer. I traveled all around the country in a private jet. And I designed custom evening gowns for wealthy clients. I worked long hours and was 100% dedicated to my career. I was committed to becoming the person I had designed in my college years. I had a vision of myself as a Devil Wears Prada kind of CEO who called the shots for a major fashion brand and who everyone else looked up to and idolized. I wanted to prove to my family and to myself that I mattered, that I did something special, that I was special. I searched constantly for this validation. I thought of what other people thought of me every second of every day, from the time I got dressed in the morning until the time I went to sleep. I needed constant validation. And I got it. I got promoted. I got a raise. I got a new job and bought a brand new Mercedes Benz. I became the boss, a leader, and was hired to fix organizations who needed my specific industry expertise. I thought I was untouchable. I had worked so hard to become someone else that I even convinced myself. Then tragedy struck. I lost my high-paying job, and when I couldn't find a new job, I lost my car, I lost my friends, and I lost most of my belongings. I had to sell everything in order to pay my rent, and I was almost homeless because at one point I couldn't afford to pay my rent. I needed someone to bail me out. I was dumbfounded. I thought I did everything right. I thought I was working hard and that I was good at what I did. I thought that people would recognize my strengths and would want to reward me and give me a chance. But no one came. No one hired me. And when I looked around at my life, I realized I had so much less than what I thought I had. I had nothing. It was just me and my mess. I applied to over 280 jobs in the Dallas market, and I got nothing. Because I spent my life obsessing over status and owning nice things, I ignored everything else. I ignored my own personal growth and development. I ignored my own faults and flaws. I ignored my pain and heartache. And I ignored the love and care that exists in the world. I was focused on the wrong things. And losing everything 
is the only way I was able to realize my shortcomings. So I did what any desperate millennial does. I searched the internet for answers. And when I didn't find answers there, I started listening to podcasts. I listened to other people share their stories. Stories similar to mine. Stories of trauma, neglect, and abuse. Stories of loss and failure. Stories of evolution and triumph. And it was like the sky opened up and this big, bright light shined down on me and said, here are your answers. This is what you need to do. So I listened and I learned. And when the podcasts weren't enough, I read the books written by the podcast hosts. And then I listened to other podcasts and read the books that the guests wrote. I became engulfed in the style of personal storytelling and vulnerability. People like James Altucher and Josh Waitzkin became my heroes. And I realized that I was not alone, that there were other people out there like me, other people who always dreamed of something bigger and better for themselves, and people who actually made it happen. After I literally spent morning to night listening to podcasts for one solid year, I studied my heroes and began modeling my own life after theirs. I started to take inventory of my own skills and talents. What was I good at that I could market and sell for profit? And how could I start doing it today? I was eager to show the world what I could do. And I began to approach my opportunities with more humility. I started driving for Lyft, and I spent two summers delivering groceries in the hot Texas sun. I became focused on growing and developing my ability to create opportunity by my own design. Rather than leaving my opportunities up to someone else choosing me, I decided to choose myself and create my own opportunity. I decided to become the best person I could be to make my life better and more fulfilled than ever before. This was my second chance. After I realized the person I had become and the error of my ways, at first, I was humiliated. I stayed away from everyone and shut everything out because I was ashamed and embarrassed by my former self and the egotistical, confused, and insecure woman who existed before. But then I realized that I was also similar to all the people who I admire so much on the podcasts I listen to. The other people who have failed and lost and made mistakes and cried and felt hopeless and then Reemerged anew and with a more loving, compassionate sense of the world. This realization transformed me into the person I am today. I am not without flaws, that is certain. I am a constant work in progress, but I am a far cry better than the girl I was before. I learned tools 
and listened to stories. And this healed me and created a path for great and wonderful things to happen in my life. I decided to start my own podcast to share the wisdom and tools we can all use to create meaningful, fulfilled lives. And when I think of my younger self as a child and how I used to imagine a great and beautiful future for myself, I never imagined one thing. I never imagined I could feel this much love and compassion. After losing everything, I had to rely on the kindness of others to survive, to feel empowered and inspired. I am forever grateful for those who have shared their stories to help enlighten others on their path. It is my goal and intent to do the same by sharing my story and the stories of others on my podcast, Amber on Podcasts. Writing and producing my podcast has allowed me to hold myself accountable and remind myself of the love and joy and compassion that exists in the world. Also, it is my passion to share information that is helpful for us to lead longer, healthier lives and allow us to live up to our full potential. Today, my work is 100% dedicated to sharing this message of hope and empowerment. I love learning and am constantly on the hunt for new insights. I share as I learn, and I have never felt more empowered and proud in my entire life. Funny enough, after I started podcasting, I started getting job offers regularly. All of a sudden, I would open my email or LinkedIn, and there would be three or four messages a week asking for an interview. I started a new career in consulting, and I'm currently working on building my brand and my platform to help other people, especially women, live more fulfilled lives that are full of love, peace, and joy. We all deserve to live the dream life we imagine. It just depends on if you're actually ready to get up and do it or not. I decided to take my life and my future into my own hands and create the life I want. I used to think life was happening to me. Now I know life is happening for me. The world is brighter. My relationships are better. I have made and saved more money than ever before. And I am happier and more grateful because I listened to podcasts and because I lost everything. If I can do it, anyone can. Sharing my story has taught me that there is purpose in our pain. That if you can be transparent and real, you can connect with people in a way that can create a positive impact on the world. My biggest dream is to impact as many people as possible so more people feel less alone, less afraid, and more empowered. So more people realize their strength and power. And so more people can do more good. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. 
You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. 